Hi, I'm Raven, and I'm the Slovenian representative for Eurovision 2024, and you're listening to Building Bridges podcast. Building Bridges. You're good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Um, we're, we're looking forward to this one, actually, because we like to think that this should be less hectic than the last one when there were just two of us, because, again, Seb is missing, right, Dave? Yeah, he's missing. He's, I think he's getting over his thesis presentation that he had on Friday, which went well. So if anyone heard our last episode, he survived. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, less than 24 hours later, he's still kind of recovering. So he'll be back with us. We actually have a very busy week uh, this week for the last week of uh, MGP. But uh, we'll leave the surprises, I think, for now. So there's more coming. So this is going to be a special Slovenia episode. We're building a bridge directly from Ljubljana to Ljubljana for Jan. Uh, very, very far, <laughs> exactly. but it's very special. So we'll, we'll be back next week to talk about Esti uh, Laul and Lithuania and the second heat of Engepe uh, next week. But we'll leave those for now and we'll just deal with uh, with Slovenia because, Jan, you had a very interesting week in, uh, in the capital of Slovenia at their national radio. So what happened? It was, uh, you know, it's such an exciting evening, I would say. And, and this is probably one of the most, um, for all the, I would say, for all of the Eurovision fans over here, I think it was quite an exciting week. I actually started it in uh, thir- on Thursday. I was invited by um, Legebitra organization and Ljubljana Pride. They were organizing an event um, as a part of Pride Connects. Uh, they were having an, an event called Eurovision Beyond Music. Um, it was all about, you know, the history of Eurovision. It was all about um, what is the whole competition all about. And obviously, it was, you know, it was a huge honor for me to be. Uh, invited there as as their guest on on, on the panel. Um, it was uh, organized by a Spanish guy called Alejandro. So shout out to him. Uh, he he was he's actually a part of OGAE Spain. So he was pretty much he is familiar with that topic. He was explaining a lot of you know about um, Eurovision being a camp subculture um, about its history how it was you know developing throughout the years and I think it was such a nice 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 moment I mean for me who I like the thing that I'm you know this like I like to think of myself as a you know as a enormously huge Eurovision fan so it was for having this kind of event in my in my hometown it was actually pretty nice yeah and I guess it's rare um, that you get outside of Eurovision itself obviously that you get so many Eurovision nerds I guess in the same place you have people to talk to people with the same interest exactly so this is one of the reasons why I was really enjoying being a part of that event um, we were you know trying to to get the topics from the various occasions of the Eurovision Song Contest. We made a few stops at um, at Conchita's winning about the influence of Sestre, who represented Slovenia 22 years ago. Um, it, you know, it was such a great event and um, nice connections to what that means to all the queer community uh, out there. Uh, Eurovision in Slovenia was always, you know, quite a hot topic either way. 
uh, for good and a bad way throughout the years. And um, for this episode tonight, I'm super excited that um, we we are dedicating, uh, I would say, uh, our episode to Eurovision in Slovenia as itself. But yes, so uh, on on that point, uh, once again, one huge thank you to Legavitra and Ljubljana Pride for inviting me, for being part of that um, beautiful event which was taking place. Um, but yes, I mean, I, I, pretty I much I have two comments everyone. on that. First of all, yeah. it's amazing the reach of Spanish Eurofans, right? All the way into Ljubljana from Spain. That's pretty impressive. We know they're, they can be crazy and re- loud and rambunctious and... That's really cool. <laughs> we actually talked about that um, with, with Alejandro, with, with the host of the event. He, he's actually staying here uh, for, uh, if I'm not wrong, for Erasmus Exchange. And he, um, he, he decided to collaborate with them as well. So um, it, it, we, we talked about, you know, the Spanish Eurofans community as well, because, you know, you can't really ignore them. Um, at any point, well, especially <laughs> so, now with Benidorm Fest so close. Mm, yes, yes, we we talked about that as well. So I mean, it, you know, you can hardly put, I would say, a discussion regarding Eurovision inside two hours. Uh, obviously, at the end, this is uh, a little part which I really enjoyed. Uh, after the the event, he organized this kind of Kahoot game, which was related to Eurovision. Uh, and we actually we we were answering through like 14 questions and uh, obviously it would be you know imagine that that i'm there as a guest and that i'm not winning this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) obviously i did um i got this nice little planner which i have it here somewhere um and uh, it was quite a nice evening and and I'm, i'm really grateful for the invitation and for them for having me and yes, it was really, really, really nice. Now, second thing, given Slovenia was the topic and, and dealing with Eurovision, um, like Joker Out went really well last year. We, we hope Raven will do very well again this year and qualify. Any comments or any, any discussion about the fact that, you know, there's been no AMA? You know, it, it, it was quite an ongoing thing uh, on social media, especially because like we used EMA as our, you know, selection, pre-selection for Eurovision pretty much all the time for an exception for 2013. I don't know what, what is with Eurovisions in Malmo, <laughs> whenever there's Eurovision in Malmo, we always go internally. Uh, but no, it was, it was, um, it was uh, quite an interesting way to see how people reacted to that. But, um, you know, with as much love as I have for Emma, uh, it's it's a part of our pop culture. Uh, everybody knows it. Um, there's a gazillion of songs that actually became evergreen hits. Um, it, also the ones that didn't win, you know, the competition, but like it's still a huge part of our culture. Despite that, I... I'm happy with the path that RTV Slovenia is on right now. Um, obviously, EMA wasn't the right, or at least that kind of format of EMA wasn't the right format to do uh, well in the contest itself. And I'm happy that also with the change with 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 the, uh, the leader of Slovenian delegation, I'm I'm pretty much sure that that had to do something with you know 
renewing its format, how to select its entries. So um, kudos again to Masha Kljun, who is always our head of delegation for Slovenia, who is always so nice uh, whenever there's um, any media opportunity for, for us to let us be part of it. Um, and yes, so it's tonight is actually denied, not, not denied, but like we actually succeeded throughout the whole evening and we heard um, a Raven song for Eurovision Song Contest. It's called Veronica, as we know it. And uh, before we go on that, um, Dave, do you remember when we were talking about um, returning artists to the Eurovision? We just got another one. Because um, Veronica was actually written by Boyan Svetičanin, who is a, you know, Boyan from Jokarout, the singer. Yeah, I think most Eurofans know who Boyan is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it's a nice moment for them to go. Um, you know, Slovenia is such a small market and pretty much everybody knows each other. And this is also a nice way um, of putting collaboration into that. Jokarout are actually as we speak right now, um, living in London. They moved there for, you know, probably for a better way to organize this whole um, this whole tour they have for 2024. Um, but yes, it was, we just saw Missia Malme on TV Slovenia 1. And I think it was, you know, great event. It was hosted by Tilen Artac, who is also known as a, uh, as a TV host and an actor. So it was it was one great huge event, and we were so happy that we could be part of that, of that show. Uh, and um, I think it's it's time for first impressions of Raven after she she uh, premiered her Eurovision entry. What do you think, Dave? Let's do it. Let's do it. Building Bridges podcast live from RTV Slovenia. I'm here with Raven, who just premiered her Eurovision entry. Veronica Raven. Hi, nice to meet you again. Hi, nice to meet you too. You just premiered your video for your Eurovision entry. How exciting was that to put it out there to the Eurovision fans? It was a huge relief. I was confident about people liking the song anyways, but I still I think it's such a it was such an emotional roller co- roller coaster for me to create the song, to create the visuals that I'm just relieved that it's out. What can you tell me about the song now when it's out there? Um I think this this story of Veronica is very personal to me. I did not think in the beginning when I started making the song that it would be so personal that I thought I could be more like this uh, like kind of objective just artist that was writing a story about a person that lived 500 years ago but the further in the process of creating I was the more it became like personal to me so now the real story is actually about the start so preparations for Sweden preparations for pre-parties which kind of pre-parties are you about to attend I don't have all the dates confirmed yet but I think it's for now Amsterdam Madrid Barcelona London, I think also Stockholm. I think there will be like five, six, seven countries. And uh, let's say for the last few moments, what are what is your, let's say, message to everybody who will come to support you on your, um, pre-par- on your performances, on your pre-parties, and also uh, the ones who will be traveling to Malmo to see you perform live? So just as the lyrics in my song say, they say, I am, you are, Veronica. I hope that everyone will find a piece of Veronica's story that is similar to theirs. Thank you so much and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you very much to myself for this amazing interview. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, I'm so excited. You have no idea, Dave. Like this really, I mean, as I said before, Slovenia wasn't really on this best track record when it comes to Eurovision, even though there was a lot of missed opportunities for Europe, not for us, you know, in the past. Um, Slovenia, just for reminding our uh, listeners, reached top 10. The last time we reached top 10 was unfortunately in 2001, so that was more than 20 years ago. That was with Nusha Derenda and with her energy. And um, it was actually our second attempt in 1995 with Daria Schweiger and Pris So um, I'm really hoping, hoping for, for Raven to embrace this amazing journey which is ahead of her. And I'm so, so, so much looking forward for that. What do you think about I'm, it? I'm just really jealous because you always get to have all the fun. You get to go to these national finals and meet all the artists well before we get to Eurovision. And I'm here shoveling snow and freezing in the cold, as usual. But uh, the, oh. show, the show looked good. Uh, the song is really good. Um, I, I just, you know, the cynic in me, I'm worried. Like, we thought Joe Route was going to be top 10 last year, and, and it wasn't. I mean, it qualified, yes. which was great, but... I hope Raven can have a bit more success and uh, if Boyan can make his way into the delegation and be in the green room with her when hopefully she gets lots of 12 points in the final, I think that would be great. You know, it, I would say it's such a great start of, um, not start, but like we really are entering into this season so intense, especially here at the Building Bridges. Um, at this point, uh, please do uh, be welcome and um, welcome to, to visit our website, buildingbridgespot.com, where we are taking care about all of the um, Eurovision situations going on in the Eurovision world. But um, yes, I, I think, you know, at, at this point, we would really like to go in a way that, you know, we finally stop, you know, relying on our best result from 2001. And I would say, this could be, you know, a top 10 result, would be super fun, but yet again, we don't have all the songs. As for now, we have one, two, three, that's the fourth one, right? So selected as we speak. Yes, and, uh, and the yes. odds keep changing. I mean, it was the UK for a while, now Ukraine, I think they're back and forth. So it's still so early, it's hard to say, but uh, you, you just, you hear a song, you have a feeling, if it, at least it'll qualify, and I think and hope that she does. And so am I. So best of luck to Raven and best of luck to our Slovenian delegation at the Eurovision Song Contest 2024. We are excited. We will definitely get you all the info behind the scenes whenever possible for you. But until then, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I think I think we're good. We're, we're good to go. <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> Uh, once again, don't forget to follow us on social media. Don't forget to visit our, our website, buildingbridgespot.com. And this is pretty much all from us. Take care and... Hvala. Uh... <laughs> Hvala. <laughs> that was actually really good.